patient with the time they were spending here. They were both dressed for riding and were supposed to be on their way to the coast. She is the only fairborn left, Darius said. She probably hopes to reassure the patrons with her presence. No one will be fooled, however. The size and quality of this auction is symbolic of what happens when the eyes and personality that define such an establishment are lost. You have met her, I expect, since you knew her father well. Not much of a future waiting for her, is there? She looks to be in her middle twenties already. Marriage is not likely to happen now if it didn't happen when her father lived and this business flourished. Yes, I have met her. The first time had been about a year ago. Odd that he had known Morris Fairborn for years, and in all that time he had never been introduced to the daughter. Morris's son, Robert, might join them in their conversations, but never Robert's sister. He and Emma Fairborn had not spoken again since that introduction until very recently. His memory of her had been of an ordinary-looking woman, a bit timid and retiring, a small shadow within the broad illumination cast by her expansive, flamboyant father. Then again... Ambery gazed in Miss Fairborn's direction with lowered eyelids. Not a great beauty, but there is something about her. Hard to say what it is. Yes, there was something about her. Darius was impressed that Ambery had spotted it so quickly, but then Ambery had a special sympathy with women, while Darius mostly found them necessary and often pleasurable, but ultimately bewildering. I recognize her, Ambery said, while he turned to look at a landscape hanging above their heads on the wall. I have seen her about town, in the company of Barrowmore's sister, Lady Cassandra. Perhaps Miss Fairborn is unmarried because she prefers independence, like her friend. With Lady Cassandra? How interesting. Darius considered that there might be much more to Emma Fairborn than he had assumed. He did not miss how she now managed to avoid having that penetrating gaze of hers connect with his— Unless he greeted her directly, she would pretend he was not here. She surely would not acknowledge that he had as much interest in the results of this auction as she did. Ambery perused the sheets of the sale catalogue that he had obtained from the exhibition hall manager. I do not claim to know about art the way that you do, Southwaite, but there is a lot of school of and studio of among these paintings. It reminds me of the art offered by those picture sellers in Italy during my grand tour. The staff does not have Morris's expertise, and to their credit have been conservative in their attributions when the provenance that documents the history of ownership and supports the authenticity is not clean. Darius pointed to the landscape above Ambery's head. If he were still alive, that might have been sold as Van Ruisdale, not as follower of Van Ruisdale, and the world would have accepted his judgment. Penthurst was examining it most closely a while ago, and will possibly bid high in the hopes the ambiguity goes in Van Ruisdale's favour. If it was Penthurst, I hope it was daubed by a forger a fortnight ago, and he wastes a bundle. Ambery returned his attention to Miss Fairborn. Not a bad memorial service, if you think about it. There are society luminaries here who probably did not attend the funeral. Darius had attended the funeral held a month ago. He had been the only peer there, despite Morris Fairborn's role as adviser to many of them on their collections. Society did not attend the funeral of a tradesman, least of all at the start of the season, so Ambery was correct. 
For the patrons of Fairborns, this would serve as the memorial service such as it was. I assume everyone will bid high, Ambury said. Both his tone and small smile reflected his amiable manner, one that sometimes got him into trouble, to help her out now that she is alone in the world. Sympathy will play its role in encouraging high bids, but the real reason is standing next to the rostrum right now. You mean that small, white-haired fellow? He hardly looks the type to get me so excited I'd bid fifty when I had planned to pay twenty-five. He is astoundingly unimpressive, isn't he? Also unassuming, mild-mannered, and unfailingly polite, Darius said. Unaccountably it all works to his advantage. Once Morris Fairborn realised what he had in that little man, he never called an auction in this house again, but left it to Obadiah Riggles. And here I thought that fellow over there was the auctioneer, the one who gave me this paper listing the figures.